As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Are you entertained? The Scrubs Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Scrubs Podcast. Uh, we've been trying to hop back on a podcast, but everyone's schedules haven't lined up yet. We've literally uh, this is the first podcast, Scrubs Podcast, in three months, so it's been a minute. Um, we have a lot to talk about, so uh, strap in. With this, might be a little bit of a long one. Uh, the world has dramatically changed since our last podcast. Um, we hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. We hope to provide a little light in the midst of this darkness. Um, I'm Trey Alessio, alongside my brother Tyler Alessio, and my cousins Cam and Kate Armstrong. As always, we'll discuss the latest headlines in music, movies, TV, sports, and video games. Um, so that's the intro, and let's get into this. So uh, first of all, how we doing? Cam, Cade, what's up? Good. What about you? Chilling, you know, just surviving, you know. Yep. How about living you? the dream, baby. Living the dream. I feel like the last time we did one of these was like the beginning stages of quarantine, and now we're. It was. Yeah, uh, it was. I don't know if the light I, is at the end of the tunnel, but you'd like yeah. to think we're at the end end stages of this whole pandemic. Um, we're in the end game now. It could be the downer, but I don't think that's the case. I, I hope you're right, but we're in the um, end game now. I, I I looked at the last one and literally it was uh, in April. So um, it's crazy. We've been we, we I, we've been trying to get on a podcast for at least a month, but somebody has something going on. It's hard to coordinate for, but we are here and we're gonna have a good time with this. Let's do it. Let's get right into it. We are going to are we? So first of all, are we gonna do debate domination today? I I saw one. We have a lot of topics, so if we don't get to it, we don't get to it. Um, but as usual, we are going to start with our headlines. Uh, we're going to start on movies and TV. So uh, this is, isn't the most recent of headlines, but I think it's one of the most. I think we. It, I think it allows us to uh, get into some discussion. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his role as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie. We talked about this in the OG podcast, but I want to hear these Scrubs thoughts. Um, so apparently Keaton would play Batman in a Nick Fury-like role starting with The Flash and could continue to play the Dark Knight in other upcoming DC movies like Batgirl. So my question to you guys is how is this going to work um, I don't know if any of you guys watched the Flash TV show, but I've been told 
that there is time travel possibility with the Flash? Is that how they do it? Um, That's what I told you, by the way. I was the one who watches it. I told you that. When this news broke, were we together? Was it uh, when we were watching Cade's game? I think so, yeah. And I told you about the Flash TV show, yeah. Okay, yeah, we were discussing this. So, uh, yeah, so I, I feel like time travel is really the only thing they can do to make this not weird. Um, but my my other question is, why wouldn't they just use either uh, Ben Affleck's Batman or Robert Pattinson's upcoming Batman, which there's another story looped into that that we'll get into later on this podcast. But the whole I think the whole problem with DC is the continuity and um, I, I just they're making it even more messy. What, what do you guys have to say about that? I know you guys are big Marvel guys. What do you think of this? It just seems like DC is throwing everything up against the wall and hoping something sticks, and they're throwing in, giving us another Batman character, hoping that um, it's a hit. I don't foresee it being. It's just confusing. With you had Ben Affleck and he got this new Batman coming in. It's just way too much to keep track of in a short period of time. My advice to DC. Burn it down to the ground for a little bit. <laughs> Give us some time to to miss Batman in the DC universe, and then come back with some bangers. Give it, give it some years to chill. That's that's honestly what they need to do. But I, it's all about the money. Yeah. What do you guys think? So, uh, I mean, DC's got a lot of cool characters and stuff, but planning's just poor. You know, like. They're kind of all over the place, like Ty said, and I agree with Ty. They need to take a break and figure things out. Yeah, just they all they do is fumble the bag, so here they go. I can't say I'm shocked. I don't really have much to say. It's just goofy. The TV show has more continuity than any of the movies, and that's just a little ridiculous. Like the Arrowverse? Yeah, the Arrowverse. The Arrowverse is so well done, but like the movies are horrible. Here's my thing, though. I I liked the Keaton Batman. Uh, I I think he was a good Batman. I don't think he's better than Christian Bale, but um, I I still liked his Batman, and I I liked him as uh, Vulture and Spider-Man. So, I I mean, he's a really good actor. It's just, and I think he'll, he'll do well in this movie. I just, it's so weird. Like, is... Is he basically replacing Ben Affleck as if he were that Batman, or are we actually going back to the '90s Batman? Or I just have so many questions, and it's just so messy, and I don't know. I just I think in like on the concept level of Batman being like a Nick Fury, I think it would be interesting if they did it correctly in like a. Uh, fashion where they had the same batman throughout three movies that if they could successfully pull that off and they could this this movie might be more interesting but they're on their well they're going to be on their third batman it's just it, it it's just too much in my opinion um my only thing is it seems more like he'd be playing more of an iron man role like in homecoming spider-man homecoming than nick fury you know what i'm saying that's just he's not like Fred. the main guy yeah yeah. So where? let me ask you this. Where does Keaton rank among your Batman Mount Rushmore? 
For me, there's I just there's just not that many Batman. Yeah, there are. Not that good Batmans to pick from. I mean, Christian Bale Christian, is the best. Christian Bale. I mean, I would probably throw Michael Keaton number two. Wait, are we including Pattinson? I mean, no, I don't think you can. I was about to say he hasn't. We haven't seen him yet. If Affleck, if Ben Affleck is on the borderline of being on Mount Rushmore, then there's not enough good Batman. Well, there's the whole like Adam West. I don't, I don't. Yeah, know. like there's you can't put a Mount Rushmore. That's why I did Mount Rushmore. You can't have like a top ten because there aren't ten Batman. There's but. not even good, four good ones. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think Keaton's a good Batman. It's just it, it's gonna get messy like always with DC, but. I am excited for the Robert Pattinson movie, and we'll we'll get into that um, in a later headline. But DC is a professional bag fumbler. DC. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Uh, moving on. D- excuse me. Disney may not make Deadpool three. Um, that was the latest headline. I didn't really get into the logistics of why. Uh, I, I didn't read the full story. I saw the headline. Want to discuss it? Uh, do you, one, do you think we will see Deadpool in the MCU moving forward? Is this going to be a false headline? And uh, if not, do you think that's a good move for Disney slash Marvel? What do you guys think? I I was surprised to see this because just because the Deadpool's have been so successful um, and people really enjoy them. Um, do you enjoy it? I, I think you guys enjoy it more than I do. I love that. Um, they're not my favorite Marvel movies, but um, I think part of the issue that I can see from Disney standpoint is kind of finding its lane being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe going into their next phase, and maybe they just couldn't find a way to fit it in. But I find that surprising just because they've had it kind of not tied in so far, and there are ways that you can tie it in. Um, I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I think I know why, honestly. And it comes down to it being rated R, I think. That's exactly what I was thinking. Be, because... But that was kind of its mid. Like, that was its lane to be their their thing. And I, right. I, yeah, I, but I, if you bring him into an Avengers or an X-Men, then you have to make that movie rated R as well. No, I, here, here's the thing. I, I Like, I'm not saying this is the whole thing, but I think this is a little part of it. Disney Plus has zero rated R movies on there. Um, and... I'm not saying they're thinking like, oh, if it goes to Disney Plus, because they could put it on Hulu and it'd be fine. But if you look, there was a, um, I think it's called Love Simon or the sequel series to the movie Love Victor or vice versa. I don't know. They that was supposed to go on Disney Plus. They put it on Hulu. So I think that's part of it. Like because if it just was down to fitting them into the avengers in the storyline moving forward i personally think the x-men are going to be in the mcu moving forward one way or another i think you could easily integrate deadpool somehow um i i i I love deadpool i think he's hilarious i i love that it's rated r I'm, i'm a big rated r real authentic guy um, I would love to see him in the MCU moving forward. I hope this is fake. I hope that we see him. Um, if if they go with the X-Men route, I think that's a potential in for him. Um, but I, I genuinely think it comes down to it being rated R, and that's not on Disney brand, 
which is unfortunate, but that's I, what I think. I will add that Ryan Reynolds plays a fantastic Deadpool. Oh yeah, you think you think of Ryan, like Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds, like he's perfect for that. Yeah. What do you guys think of this, Kate? Do you have anything? Are you? A I mean, I like Deadpool a lot. He's so funny, and I would love to see a Deadpool three. I hope they make another one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my only thing is they're not my favorite movies either, just because, like, not my favorite Marvel movie, I should say, because I like other ones better. But I do end up enjoying this, these movies a lot, so I'd like to see it come back. Do Do you think it has to be a part of the MCU, or do you think it could find its own lane, similar to, like, a Joker movie in kind of the DC universe that's separate than everything else? Do you think there's... A lane for that or do you think I mean, they're it's just how far can you go with that yeah you know they did the deadpool one and two and being a standalone how much further can you progress they, the story they did have the i don't know if you have seen deadpool 2 or remember it but they did have the very brief cameo of all the young x-men people in there i thought that was awesome and hilarious but uh so yeah i i, I get that but I don't know. Just something to think about. Anything else on that one, guys? No. I just love to see uh, the <clears throat> classic duo of Deadpool and Spider-Man. So I, I think it'd be better if he was in like the Avengers and X-Men, all that. I think it'd be great. Right. And the tough thing is, like, if it is about being rated R, you can't really. Once it's rated R, you can't go back and dial it down to no. you know. Yeah. Exactly. Deadpool has to be rated R, I think. Like, there's no way around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving forward, uh, looping back into the DC side of things, Matt Reeves is the director of the upcoming Batman movie and screenwriter Terrence Winter, who is an OG. He did uh, Boardwalk Empire. I think he did uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Like, he's done some crazy good movies and TV. Uh, they're, they're developing a Gotham City Police series in the same universe as the upcoming rotten Robert Pattinson Batman movie. So I think what is happening here is this Batman is going to be separate from any of the other DC movies. They're setting up a Batman world, a Batman universe, if you will. And this is, this series is going to be on HBO max. So I think in the in the Batman movie, we are getting Penguin for sure, Catwoman for sure. I could see maybe getting hints or cameos of other villains. And then I bet you that we'll get this series on HBO Max with more villains and maybe maybe like one. Hello. Maybe one maybe one season is geared toward. So maybe we get the Riddler in one season and we get uh, we get Mr. Freeze in another season. Like we'll get like different villains. Maybe that's 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 what I'm predicting. Um, my question to you guys is, are you interested in this? Will this work? I'm I guess I have a question first. So is Robert Pattinson, is Twilight guy going to be in the series? I, so I I. I think the only news that has come out is it's in the same universe. I would, I, I guess he could make, I would, I wouldn't think he'd be like a main character of the TV series. Like maybe he'll have a cameo or something. Yeah. Cause I, mean, I think it's more geared towards the police and like it's set in Gotham. Gotham. 
you know, so I, I bet the villains are more prevalent than Batman. And I, that that's just my prediction. I, I don't think there's a lot of news on this. It was just the announcement that was happening. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it could be interesting, but I'm not going to hold my breath or anything like that. I'm all for, like, new content on, you know, like, streaming platforms that I actually have and use. So I'm I'm very interested in this. Here's my thing. Across DC and Marvel, period, uh, Batman is my favorite superhero. Um, I love grounded superheroes that, even though they're not real, feel like they could be real. Like, he's grounded enough to where he doesn't really have superpowers. Uh, Batman is just my, my favorite superhero across all platforms. Um, and so I think TV gives another opportunity for deeper storytelling and more uh, character-driven stories. So I'm here for that. Uh, HBO Max also gives it the potential to be more dark, more rated R. So I'm here for this. I'm excited for this. Um, I'm really excited for the Batman movie. I hope they do it right. And if they do it right, then I'll really be looking forward to this this series. But I, Cam, you were shaking your head. Why don't Why aren't you feeling this? I expect DC to fumble the bag. I, I can't. Anything they do, setting up good, just like Justice League, they'll they'll fumble it. Don't worry. They've yeah. done it every time. So I'd rather not get my hopes up and just to be disappointed. You're going in with no expectations. Zero. All right, I respect that. First, you got to get HBO Max, though, probably, right? Very true, very true. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I think it's, speaking of that, I don't think this show is enough for me for, like, if I wasn't going to get it already, it's not going to drive me to want to get it. Well, I think you were telling me that uh, your roommate has HBO Go. Yeah, which is gonna, it's what, going away. Yeah, it, you could download HBO Max, log in with that account, and it would work. Right, but I'm just saying if if, if you didn't if have I'm someone that didn't gotcha, have gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's fair. I, um, I guess what what is something that would drive you to get is like we'll talk about the Schneider Cut Justice League, but is that enough to get you it? No. Okay. <laughs> Are all of them combined enough for you to get it? <laughs> okay, uh, Kay, do you have anything here? What do you think of this? I think it sounds interesting, just if it focuses more on the villains. and But my only problem with it is how much are they actually – how many times in the show are they actually going to, like, catch the villain and keep the villain in jail? Like, it's just going to be a Ken Mouse. They're just going to keep chasing each other the whole show, and then they're going to catch him, and then they're going to escape is how I feel like it's going to go. There's a way to make it interesting. I believe that. So, but yeah. – and I don't even know if it's going to be based on the villains. I, I could very well be wrong. Um, I, that's just, you know, hearing hearing what's come out, that, that would be the easiest route, I think, for them to take. But who knows? I just think it's – I think they're utilizing these streaming services. Um, and it's kind of funny. Um, the OG podcast, my buddy Brandon, um, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure you can go back and listen. I said – I, I don't know if I said it specifically, but I brought up the question, what if DC pitched the movies and went to something like an HBO series? This was back before HBO Max existed. But um, I, I, I like the idea of going to an HBO or an HBO Max. One, you it allows you to make it darker because HBO, everything is basically rated R and TVMA. Um, 
and you can make it darker and gritty and you know more authentic and it's more character driven and storytelling like you just have so much more leeway on tv and i i think it'd be awesome so i'm i'm very excited for them to utilize this streaming platform in addition to the movies so whether whether it'll get messy cross-platform uh from the movies to the tv show that that i could see some maybe happening but hopefully they'll do it right so another thing for me is uh dc and especially the batman like all the villains in gotham they're some of the most interesting villains in superhero shows and movies in my opinion 100 percent. batman has the best villains i think personally um i think one thing they need to do though just you know for me i I personally like i kind of said just before i like it when it's more grounded i think dc has a a really really bad problem of it getting too big you saw it in the justice league movie you saw it in suicide squad when it becomes the world is about to explode and there's like um dark seed and um nightmare like these weird kind of godlike characters and it's all cgi like that's where they do need to get away from if it's grounded characters like the riddler and penguin and joker i think that's where they will succeed so i hope they go that route all right i we're sticking with uh dc and hbo max um this is kind of old news but it's been a minute since we've been on this podcast so we're going to talk about it the Snyder Cut of Justice League will finally be released on HBO Max. Um, apparently, Snyder pitched it in an episodic form with major cliffhangers. He also claims it's only one-fourth of what came out in the original Justice League movie. Uh, was his, excuse me. So, again, does this interest you? And what happens if this totally sucks? There was this huge movement of release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. What happened? And it finally is coming out. All of that paid off. What happens if this just totally bombs and it sucks? So, what do you guys think here? Um, I I'm interested in seeing what it is because it reminds me, or and it's kind of like what happened with, with um the Last Jedi. Uh, Ryan Johnson, I, was he the director of the yeah. Last Jedi? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan Johnson, the ending was completely, not completely different, but it was very different. And then Disney changed it and because they wanted to be safe with the audience. But I'd like to see them see what the director wanted to do instead of the company, the big company that wanted to be safe. Right. Right. And it'll be interesting to see how much of it, because I'm assuming they're going to have to go back and reshoot and redo some things to make it in this episodic form that we'll eventually see. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out versus what Snyder will say. Yeah, this is the Snyder cut. So I'm sure it'll get morphed a little bit, but, um, yeah, that's my thing. It's like, is it even going to, if it, if it would have been like, how long ago was justice league released? Like it's been, I think it's been like three years. Yeah. So I, if they wanted to release the Snyder cut, like they should have just did it. Well, honestly, now it's not even going to be the Snyder Cut. Well, honestly, honestly, it's just... <laughs> it's way different. It's just something for them to put out. Yeah, no, it's it's literally a promotional thing for HBO Max. That's that's literally all I think it's going to be. It's just kind of cool that it's 
after all of this release of Snyder Cut, it's finally coming out. Like, the fans actually get something that they want. It's just crazy. Um, I'm surprised it's actually happening. Um, but I, another question out of all of these things that we've talked about, DC, what are you most excited about here? I'll just, if, if anything. I'll just be interested to see like, how different it is from the actual Justice League. Yeah. Um, and also, it muddies it even more that we have another Batman coming, and now we have another Batman universe on HBO Max. So it, it also muddies the waters, too. But, but yeah. How about you guys? <clears throat> I'm back for the Snyder Cut. That'd be cool. Cool to see the little the single director take on the big company. I also agree with the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut. See, I, I'm I'm vote I'm voting Robert Pattinson Batman TV show. Yeah. That that's going to be let down. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a while before we actually get that, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Uh, moving on to some Star Wars content. Um, Tamura Morrison, the dude who played Jango Fett in the Star Wars prequels has been cast in the second season of The Mandalorian to play Boba Fett. Um, he could play Captain Rex. He could pl play that. Uh, but when the report came out, it said he was to play Boba Fett. Now, we are under the impression Boba Fett is dead in the Star Wars universe. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that comes about. Uh, Rosario Dawson was also cast as Ahsoka Tano. Um, huge news. I think we're all excited about, I mean, Cade and I are really excited about that. I'm, I'm sure you guys are too, but um, we're Clone War guys now, and uh, Ahsoka is one of the coolest Jedis, and I just think that's a perfect casting decision. Um, we're also going to get Timothy Oliphant. Um, he was cast in an unknown role, but uh, season two of Mandalorian looking pretty promising. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, what what do you guys think about these these uh, bits of news for Mandalorian? They're they're coming with some heavy hitters. They they're they're coming correct for season two. Uh, I I it will be interesting to see how the season develops, and it's gonna be. I don't know exactly what route they're going to go, but it's going to be interesting. However, they're going to do it. They got a lot. They got they're bringing in Jedi's. Uh, That's Boba Fett. Right. Like, they're it, going. They're be, going bigger. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. They're. I think they're expanding it even more. You got to expand it when you bring in lightsabers, um, yeah. because the the Mandalorian season one it felt more kind of Western style, like grounded. Um, gunslingers and bounty hunters and those type of things. Now you bring in Ahsoka Tano and you bring in a big name like Boba Fett. You also have the Darksaber and the dude who we uh, wields the Darksaber coming back, I'm sure, as the main villain. Um, we, we have to know what happens with Baby Yoda. Like, There's just so many questions to be answered and they're bringing in more, more people. It's going to be crazy. Next question is, will this come out in 2020? Because I think it's supposed to come out in the fall. But I don't foresee that happening, especially with all these casting moves. Um, now, th this is kind of an old story. So maybe behind the scenes a little bit, they're working on something. But, I mean, 
everything has been shut down. So there's probably little chance that this is coming in the fall. Maybe we'll get it by December. But they're also planning, Disney Plus that is, planning on uh, Winter, Winter Soldier, Falcon. I might have said that wrong. And then the WandaVision show. Those are both coming out. Um, supposedly in 2020. So if if Mandalorian season two comes out in 2020, that is a stacked list for Disney Plus. So looking forward to seeing that. What do you guys think? Do you think uh, Cap it could be Captain Rex because technically they're all clones? What do you think of that, Cade? Yeah, I, it definitely can be Captain Rex, and it would make sense. Ahsoka with Captain Rex, you know, they're always together. Uh, I think it is Boba Fett, or well. Didn't they already say it is Boba Fett? Huh? You still got to watch Rebels, my friend. Oh, okay. And then uh, I'm also excited to see Ahsoka with Baby Yoda. Maybe she teaches him some things or something. I don't know. I, I think it would be cool. Just to, This would be the first time Ahsoka Tana is in live action. Right. So I'll be, Yeah, for sure. She has the – her sabers are green and yellow, right? I It's just – uh, they were green in the Clone Wars. I think they were blue in the in the Re in Rebels. Green and blue. blue in the final season of Clone she's just, Wars. Too. She's just—I don't know much about her, but she just seems dope. No, she's she's dope. I highly recommend. Like, if you're looking for just a kind of a show to, to just bang out and watch, kind of aimlessly, Clone Wars is where it's at. Yeah, the anime. Huh? Anime. They're trying to put me on anime, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Clone Wars is dope. I finished Rebels. Um, not as good as Clone Wars, but it still gives you some really cool backstory with some things. So, uh, Cade, I, I highly recommend you watch Rebels. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. You get you get a lot of Darksaber, Mandalorian backstory things, especially with Clone Wars, but also with Rebels. So, yeah. pretty cool. Um, another Star Wars news that came out a little bit more recently, Hayden Christensen who played Anakin, is rumored to rep to reprise his role in the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series. This is huge, if true. Um, it's still kind of a rumor. I haven't seen, like, a legit source, but I I've seen some things floating around. If this is true, how excited does this make you? Does this, does this trump Mandalorian if this is true for you? I... This will be dope. It will be very, it will be very cool, and I'm excited for the Obi Wan series regardless. Um, but bringing back Hayden Christensen will be sick. Um, if they do that, though, I'd have to think that. I mean, he's already going to be Vader, so he would have to take off the mask. Yeah, that. I mean, that's the only way I think they could do it. But yeah. I'm here for that. That's dope. But um, yeah. Honestly, seeing the if they don't, if it doesn't happen, I'm kind of solved. <laughs> it's just a rumor, so don't get your hopes up. But I mean, it has been floating around the internet pretty heavy recently. So, yeah, your Star Wars guy. What do you think? I'm very excited for this. Definitely. True. I think this series will be better than the uh, than the Mandalorian. I think this series is gonna overtake the Mandalorian. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. It does, yeah. This is after Mandalorian 2. Um, we're also getting a Sokitano, uh, like, a series, a standalone series. Uh, I don't know if we, we probably haven't discussed that 
since that news was broke too. But that will be cool. So we, with that knowledge, we know that Ahsoka probably will be a, a heavy influence on Mandalorian season two, and obviously survive into her own series. So it's going to be interesting. I'm really excited. Bring it, bring it back to the point that you brought up a little bit earlier about will Mandalorian two be released in 2020. If they can find a way to do it, they should do it. Just because Mandalorian 1 was just kind of a huge moment, moment on Twitter Disney, and yeah. social media. And especially if we're all still you know, having to stay home and being quarantined. If they release this in the fall, it will be even bigger. It will be huge. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, but but I don't know if... I mean, I don't know if it will be possible because they, I mean, they probably haven't been able to work on it. Well, if they have, if they hadn't even started filming um, before COVID hit, there's absolutely no way. But I, I don't know, like if it started filming before uh, the shutdown, uh, and if that's the case, maybe they got enough done. I, I don't know, but um, could be interesting. Uh, Disney Plus has a lot coming down the pipeline i'd also and kind of our what's pissing us off segment i'd like to discuss the streaming wars a little bit so we'll bring that back up later Cam, so so you're saying the ob ob series over mandalorian too i think so i think it's going to be cooler than the mandalorian that's what i meant to say i think it's going to be the better show well you know, i have, I have six, right sure whatever okay right, say that again <laughs> Who's that supposed to mean? I said, you know, it's after Order 66 because for me, I like everything before Order 66 a lot more than after. Just because I like Jedi and Sith and all that. That's why, the goat, man. that's why I like the newer movies, especially 9. Let me just say this. Watch, watch Rebels. Watch Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the most knowledge at all you got. What a flex. <laughs> Trey's just dying to spoil it. I really want to, but I know Kay's going to watch it, so I won't. Yeah. All right. Anything else on movies, TV for you guys? What have you guys been watching? Have you guys been watching anything lately? Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, an anime. Yes. 26 episodes. The best animation you've ever seen. Give it a check. Give it a look. It's amazing. Staying on this animation, Avatar The Last Airbender. That's what you've been watching. I finished Netflix. It is a fantastic show. I saw, I saw on Twitter today that they're releasing The Legend of Korra, Korra. which is the follow-up show to The Last Airbender next month. That'll be sick. I did see that. That'll yep. be sick. Yep. Avatar's a gateway to, to the real anime. It's a gateway. I'm gonna give I've been watching Demon Slayer or whatever it's called a try. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe get, Naruto is just too big of a commitment. I don't know. Oh, Naruto is so much better, though. I've been watching Hunter Hunter. It's an anime. Great. Yeah. Ty, definitely. The, you'll have to adjust because Demon Slayer is only in Japanese, so you'll have to read. But, oh, my goodness. It's amazing. Bunch of nerds here, I swear to God. Uh, You've watched the most anime, Trey. You watched Rebels. <laughs> and Clone Wars. And Clone Wars. Um. I highly recommend the latest movie that I watched, Palm Springs on Hulu. Really, really good. Uh, very funny. Just kind of a breath of fresh air type rom-com. Uh, go check that out if you're looking for a Pete movie. Davidson? That, Andy that, Samberg, right? Andy Samberg. The one you're thinking of is uh, The King of Staten Island, which I also watched, and it was, it was good. Oh, okay. um, um, 
On the TV front, though, I haven't really been watching a lot. Um, there's a show you called Eric Mason on HBO. I'm watching it just to kind of watch it, not enthralled with it. Um, there is a show that's crazy on Stars that I just started watching called P Valley, and it's basically about strip club. It's it's wild, bro. Dude, <laughs> I thought you were gonna watch yes, no, What the f? I'll get to it when I get to it. it Wow. Speaking of stars, have they started promoting the power? Yeah, yeah. yeah that looks. Cool. Yeah, they started promoting uh, book two with uh, with Tariq. I think it comes in, it drops in September. Dude, we that don't cool. care about Tariq. He's a punk. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But are you gonna watch it? They have five spinoffs in the. Works. Probably not Tariq. Cause I could care less what happens to him. You're gonna just watch individually ones. I'm just gonna watch Tommy's. Okay. All right. Respect. Respect. All right, let's move on to some music talk. Uh, there's actually a lot going on right now, so uh, let's let's break it down. Uh, first on the docket, we have No Pressure by Logic. Uh, Logic tweeted, officially announcing my retirement with the release of No Pressure, executive produced by No ID. He said, it's been a great decade. Now it's time to be a great father. Um you know, you got to respect that. Uh, this seems like a direct sequel to Under Pressure, my favorite of his albums. Um, he also signed a seven-figure deal with Twitch and will debut No Pressure on his stream Thursday night. It was supposed to be tonight, but they pushed it to Thursday for some reason. Um, maybe it was just a typo because, I mean, that makes more sense that it's Thursday night. Anyway, um, I have a lot to say on this topic, so... Uh, I guess I'll, I'll I'll open it up to you guys. What are your expectations? Um, any features? Any producers you're looking for? Uh, what are you hoping for with this album? Uh, I'm pretty excited because I like No Pressure a lot. It's probably my favorite Logic album. Under pressure. Under pressure. Sorry. Okay. And then. Uh, uh, I'm also glad that he's not just going to stay in the rap game until he's <laughs> old, kind of like Eminem. Wow. 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 Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, yeah, for me, I'm calling Cap, first of all. This is definitely Cap that he's retiring. He he will be back. Don't get it twisted. Wait, old head moment here. Cap means that he it's he's lying and he's coming yeah, back. he's lying yeah that it's cap i'm not i'm not buying that he's retiring um as far as the actual album goes i love under pressure it's a great logic album but i don't know logic's music lately has just been kind of whack so to see him get back to his roots would be very cool do you have anything yeah i know i'm i'm excited for this uh i'm kind of in the same boat as Cam. i do think it'll take some time off I think we'll get a couple years off. Yeah, yeah. And he has fingers in a lot of different pies. I think he'll be doing some other stuff, too. Especially, I'll be interested to see what he's going to be doing with Twitch um, in the future. Because that's not, it's not going to just end at, at the no-pressure release. Right, no. I think he's already said he's doing, like, a weekly yeah, show. Yeah, so it's going to, I mean, he... Logic is still going to be around, and he's still going to be relevant, I think. He, I think he's just going to take some time off music, which... I, I think that's good good for him. Um, be a great dad and um, but give give us this good album to well, hopefully it's a walk off. I like Logic. I'm rooting for him and I hope it's a I hope it's a I hope it's a hit. I will say 
if it's like under if it if it's like under pressure, it's gonna be because he is from when under pressure came out has changed as an artist dramatically. One hundred percent. So it'll be interested interesting to see if it's back to those roots or if we get a little hybrid logic. That'd right. be interesting. Right. Also, I, uh, this here, I don't want Logic to retire, but I'd rather him go out on a good note than stay in and be old. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, I have a lot to say here just because I'm a huge Logic guy. Um, I totally agree that recently his music has kind of been on the downward trend. Um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind uh, was by far my least favorite Logic album. Um, I, I so I have a kind of a unique story when it comes to logic. I literally what and I mean if you don't mind me telling it, it might be a little bit, but no, um, I think it's cool. I literally was browsing randomly on Hot New Hip Hop in 2012, my senior year of high school. Um, and honestly, I, I I don't know why I clicked on it, but I randomly stumbled across his undeniable mixtape. I had press play, um, absolutely fell in love with the music. It was so good. Um, I went back and listened to his other mixtapes. And then after that, it was Welcome to Forever. I went to that tour. Um, that's how I got in touch with Sylvan LeCue's music, who I absolutely love too. Um, then he dropped Under Pressure and then the, the rest of his albums, obviously. Um, I met him on the Incredible True Story tour. That was in 2015, I think. Um, so I, I, I'm a huge Logic fan. Um, I, I think Under Pressure is his best album because he told his story. He told his struggle. He told his upbringing. Um, with, with the incredible true story, it was very fun and very cool, and it was good. Um, he created a world, and it became more of an audio cinematic experience. He brought in the the voice actors and had the little scenes in there. Um, and throughout every album, now he kind of integrates um, Thigh and yeah, I can't remember the guys. Um, Thalia for sure, the like the girl voice, but also the two dudes who are walking and listening to Logic's music as if it was the future and listening to oldies music. It's a cool concept. It's a cool world building thing that he's done. And he's looped it throughout all of his albums. I think except for Confessions. I don't think any of that was on there. Could be wrong. I haven't listened to that album for a while. But uh, he did Thalia on Under Pressure. He did um, he did the walking music with Thalia on Incredible Two Story. He did, did it on Everybody. He did it on Young Sinatra 4. Young Sinatra 4 I really enjoyed because he went back to the Young Sinatra vibe. That was cool. Then... I'm not the biggest Bobby Tarantino guy. Like, one's much better than two, but just not the biggest fan of that. Um, and then he kind of, like, here's my whole thing. And sorry if I'm kind of on a soapbox here and ranting. But with Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, I was listening to um, I Am the Greatest off of The Incredible True Story. He says something about, like, uh, girls and money and, and jewelry um you you talk about that but these people don't care something something like that and i may be paraphrase i'm i am paraphrasing but it seemed like 
in confessions, it was so braggadocia and he became what he was dissing in his previous music. Like, I don't want to say he's running out of material to talk about, but he, all he's really doing is talking about being famous, getting money, rapping fast, rapping the greatest. I want to see him go back to his roots. Tell him, tell us your story. That's why I'm so excited that this is a direct sequel to um, Under Pressure. I, I, I'm really here for it. Um, the fact that it's produced by No ID. I personally hope there aren't any features. I bet there will be, but I hope there aren't. Um, and then I would I would guess that Thalia is going to be involved. I would guess that the two walking dudes listening to the music will be involved. Um, I'm Rick here. Rick and Morty be involved. What's that? Rick and Morty. Yeah, will Rick and Morty be involved? Probably not. I I'm, I don't Damn. know. Maybe. Um, that was one of the coolest intros of all time. I won't even lie. That was cool. That was cool for sure. Uh, I'll also, I don't know if you looked at the album cover, but uh, he always gets Sam Spratt to do his album covers and they are so in detail. And if you're like, like a decoding freak and like deciphering the things like kind of like I am when it comes to these albums. So cool. So if you look side by side, the under pressure um, album cover, which I have right here, and then the new No Pressure. So basically, he's in the basement with a couple dudes on his phone, and they're making music, and the 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 window is orange. So if you look at the No Pressure album, and he's basically ascending to the sky, and it's orange, so it's basically a direct sequel to the Under Pressure album cover. And if you look at all the things that are floating, it's things from the basement. Also, I saw this really cool thing on Twitter that there's a keyboard on there and it's missing the U, the five and the eight. If you scramble that up, Ultra 85, which he's been hyping for so long, you can look at it as the keys are missing and he scrapped it. And it's not or he comes back. My prediction is he's going to take some time off with music. He'll stay retired for a little bit. Uh, he's going to do the Twitch thing. But I know for a fact that he's doing a couple movies. Uh, he wrote the supermarket book. I know, I'm pretty sure he's doing the supermarket movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has something to do with J.J. Abrams movie-wise. He's going to probably write some more books. So he's not going away. He's going to be on Twitch. I think personally he comes back out of retirement with Ultra 85, which would be crazy. And that's that's my soapbox logic story. So Trey the Don on the soapbox. Let's go. <laughs> Ten minutes. That was my debate <laughs> nomination. Let's go. <laughs> so that's logic for you. We're good to wake up now. One thing I will I want to add, um, knowing how logic music and how logic works from a consumer standpoint i'd be very surprised if this album doesn't touch on black lives matter and everything that's going on in the world in regards to that um so that'll be interesting to see if he does anything with that or if he stays away um my gut is telling me that he's gonna uh touch on it in in this album to go off that um i also want to go off that when you're done what's that you want to go on that okay when you're done, of course. Okay, that's cool. So I personally think we, we as fans of hip-hop, 
absolutely need a soundtrack for the times right now, and I don't think we've gotten it. That's why I'm ready for Kendrick. I'm ready for Joey Badass to drop, hopefully, because uh, All American Badass was so good and it is so relevant to the times now. And it was released three years ago. And if you go back to to Pimp a Butterfly, like there's there's so many things that you can go back and listen to, but there's nothing that's dropped now that resonates with the times now. The closest thing is Run the Jewels for. Uh, in my mind, that has dropped this year for this moment. There are heavy hints of it, but it's not the whole album. I want to like a, and I don't think we're going to get a full album with um, logic here based on that. But I, I'm waiting for the soundtrack of the times. So I'm here for that. Okay. So to immediately go off that, there's no album that goes for the times, but there is a song that has been released that I know a lot of people have been kind of clinging to lately and it's the bigger picture by Lil baby and it's a great song i've listened to it and it's perfect for what's going on right now and i think that's one you should probably check out sometime um somebody's trying to put me onto it i've heard it it's pretty good good song um so about logic i actually i'm gonna go against the grain here and i don't think he's gonna touch on it i really don't because the reason i think he got away from what he was doing is because he what was that what was that album even called i can't even remember the one with the suicide song everybody everybody i think he got a lot of he a lot of people flamed him for that album because they said it wasn't good it was whack and i think that honestly scared him off from what he's been doing that's been working and i think he's gonna personally i'm not saying he's gonna keep going away from that but i don't think he's gonna touch on that because i think he's honestly a little a little scared that's what i think is gonna happen to rebuttal you, I, I will say I think he has the balls to to touch on that. I would if he doesn't touch on it, I would say that it's because this album was made before all the crazy shit ha- is happening now. Um, you know, if 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 he were to record a song yesterday and it made the album, I would bet you that it touches on it. But I if he doesn't touch on it. I think it's because the album was done before. I would, be, I, I, I would be surprised if he did. I hope. I hope he does. I. I, I hope he does. It ain't yeah, a, I hope he does too. I, I'm just saying. I think I, that's what happened to him. I, I agree. I think that he will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else on Logic, or should we move along? I'm good to go. Keep it rolling. All right. Uh, this news kind of just broke before this podcast, probably. Uh, J. Cole is dropping two new songs tomorrow. The Climb Back and Lion King on Ice. Love that name. That's so dope. Um, these will be the first two singles off of Cole's upcoming album, The Fall Off. He's been teasing this album since uh, KOD. KOD uh, 1985, the final track on that, it is also called the intro to The Fall Off. So pretty interesting. He's been teasing it since... 28 so it's been a minute since he's been kind of prepping this album um on the tweet he also said there's no official date for the album yet he's taking his time which i appreciate um what do you guys think about this album what are your expectations for the songs and the album as a whole i think seeing the tweet it was a little little bittersweet i'm excited that we're going to get a couple of new j cole songs and we got Snow on the Bluff a few weeks ago. Right. Um, and we're getting these two songs. But 
the the bitter end of this thing is I'm ready for this album. I'm ready for Cole to put out a pro project. Right. Um, it's been a real it, since um, KOD. It feels like it's been a while. Um, I'm I'm excited for for these songs. I'm going to listen to them when they drop. Um, but I'm ready. I'm ready for for the fall off. Is it safe to say we'll get it in 2020 at least? I would imagine. I would, I would think so too. I would imagine. Wow, he's shaking his head. You're but, thinking this is coming out in 2020. I'm thinking 2021. I think wow. so. Let me re, let me retract a little bit. I think we'll be ready by 2020. Whether he dropped, because I mean, uh, yes, it's tough. It's tough for an artist to drop and not tour. Right. Yeah. Like that. That's their big money maker. Right. So I can see him waiting to be waiting until they're able to tour off the album. And I think it also, the the songs that he does drop, the climb back and Lion King on Ice, it'll, I think the timing of the album have to do with how the songs sound. Like if they're storytelling songs and they're like deep cut, like classic J. Cole songs, I think the album will come out sooner than later. If these songs are like hits and like you'll hear them on the radio, then I I think he'll let it. He's more inclined to let it ride, and we'll see the fall off in 2021 if that makes sense. But I I bet you we'll get this album in 2020. That's my prediction. But what do you guys think, Armstrongs? I'm excited for the album. I'm hoping these songs are good. Um, I'm sure they will be. I didn't really like Snow on the Bluff too much. I mean, I liked his message about what he was talking about, but I'm hoping for some catchy hooks See, I have yeah a, snow the bluff is whack i have a different take on snow is the bluff i'm not saying it's whack i i appreciated his message but i personally think i don't think it was that necessary i think it, it, he could have easily texted no name i mean it could have been a text conversation and i think there was a lot of back and forth and this this is just me and i'm not getting political here but i am more unity over division i think do in in doing that it caused people to pick a side j cole or no name and they could have easily texted that out and the fans wouldn't have blown up on twitter and it wouldn't have been a thing um i appreciate that he's using his art form to say what's on his mind i just think i don't know if that was the right medium in which to do so but yeah my one thing on that front is i think that's kind of how Cole operates. I mean, he gets his message across through his music. Um, you don't really see him very active on social media. Right. Um, I think he's one for action over because you see him out there protesting and right. in, in the community. Um, so I think this was something important to him and something that he wanted to touch on. Um, so you, you, I can see both sides of the argument. Um, but going back to this music, I am excited to see kind of the themes of these two songs to see uh, kind of a little bit of preview of what the album is going to be like. If, if we were to guess, do, do we foresee these songs on maybe not radio here where we're at in Des Moines, but do you think they're going to be, I refuse to say TikTok hits, but do... Do we see them as like like Chicago? Will they be on the radio? Like, or are they going to be like straight storytelling, like classic J Cole stuff? So basically, is it Middle Child or is it Snow on the Bluff? Which one is it? 
That, that's a good point. That's a good point. And maybe we'll get both. Maybe the climb back I, feels more like a like a storytelling, whereas Lion King on Ice kind of sounds more. I don't want to say poppy, but sounds more like it could be a hit. That's just my opinion. I just think, kind of like KOD, you got to make sure you got a mixed bag of there were some songs that were bangers, songs that told a little bit of a story. I, I probably would, that would be my guess to, and this is essentially the sequel or um, the transition from from KOD. Right. So right. I, I, I think that, that would be, a, it would be interesting to see if he's still um, got beef with Trap Rap and if he's coming for Lil Pump's head anymore. Or, <laughs> well, let's see what he's got. I forgot Lil Pump existed. 1985, I arrived. That's tight. a great song. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm very excited for this. Next up on the docket has to be K, uh, K. Dot though. I'm ready for K. Dot. I'm fiending for some Kendrick, man. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that was a weird reaction. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, let's move. Oh yeah, no, we got to talk about this. Uh, Cade, you put something in the group chat uh, today. I don't know if I can re- uh, I don't know if I can rely on the source, but uh, oh yeah, it said something about J Cole retiring after this album. Uh, so if you want to touch on that, I, I haven't actually like seen a lot of sources talking about that. But um, do we think that's going to happen? Technically, the fall off. I mean, it, it it would make a little bit of sense if that were the case. Uh, if the name is any indi- any indicator, but what do you guys think? I mean, the prime. I don't know how reliable the primary source was for it, from where rap got it from. But rap on Instagram is usually pretty reliable. But it said possibilities, so it didn't even say for sure that he was retiring. So right. I I don't think so. I just wanted to put it in the group chat to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, if you think about the name, I mean, the fall off. I could definitely see something like that. And he's a very private guy, um, much like Logic. Like, he's not on social media all the time. So it would be very easy for him to kind of just go away for a little bit. I know that uh, he had that huge feature run. And after the one with uh, Gangstar, he, um, he he said, I'm done doing features. So that's another question. Are we going to get features on this album? Yeah, I bet. I don't think we'll get any listed. I I, I bet we get. Well, I like I like non-listed features, and it's a surprise when you first hear it. Travis Scott's really good about that. He does that all the time. Something like that happening. What'd you say, Cam? Sorry. Travis Scott's really good about doing that. He does that all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. I I like I'm I like that. Uh, I I like a little surprise when it comes to those type of things. So. Very excited for new J. Cole. Uh, let's get to a little Juice World now. Um, this is more of uh, Cam and Cade's thing. I don't know about you. Did you listen to this yeah. one? Um, Legends Never Die, his uh, posthumous album. I actually listened to it. Um, I, I liked it. Um, as you know, I'm more of an old head uh, versus a new wave type guy. Um, it's just not my favorite type of music. Uh, that is 100% not to knock his talent because you can tell this kid was supremely talented. 
Um, he even had multiple skits on this album of legends and other rappers alike praising him, talking about how great of a freestyler he was. So I'm not saying that the dude wasn't talented and um, didn't put out good music. It's just not my favorite style of hip hop. Um, but this album was good. It did have good songs. Um, I could see me going back and listening to it. Um, it. It's very interesting to see the popularity of posthumous albums specifically in 2020. We got Mac Miller, we got Pop Smoke, and we got Juice World. And I think those, Pop Smoke and Juice World, numbers-wise, I think are probably two of the most popular albums in terms of streaming, in terms of sales. Uh, so that's interesting. We could talk about that. Um, in terms of quality, I mean, Mac Miller's album, I'll say it right now, is my favorite album of 2020 so far. Um, so it's crazy on the posthumous front that what is is kind of what's dominating 2020. But back to Juice World's album, what what do you guys what do you guys think? I'll go first because Cam will probably talk for a while. I probably will talk for a while. Uh, so first listen through this, I thought it was a great album. It kind of showcased what he was going through in his life how people thought he was super talented and his message that he wanted to get across through his music. Um, I really like the one song that's kind of like a rock song. Come and, go. Come and Go. Come and Go. That yeah. song's really good. After the first listen, I was like, that's super good. But I also thought I wouldn't listen to these songs too much just throughout like the day because I didn't see where they'd fit in through my day. But recently I've been just playing them and – you know, they just, I listen to them a lot now. They're, they're really good. You can go ahead, Ty. I'll go last. I'll get on my soapbox. I would just add that in terms of posthumous album, it's kind of tough to, like, put yourself in the artist's shoe to kind of get their vision of what they like wanted. what they wanted. What they wanted. Right. And I was, they, their team, I think, did a really good job of doing, doing that. And... Hmm capturing juice's juice's message um i i really enjoyed this one um i would say i like max a little bit more um but it's just a notch below it i thought juice world is super talented um and kind of like what kate was saying just touching on everything that it was going through it was just it you you feel it in the music right. and it adds another layer to what what happened to him and that he's no longer with us and that we're not going to see him live to his full potential um so on that front it made the album even better i thought um and yeah. it just sucks that we're not going to get any more juice world he was i think going to be a superstar um, yeah and, and it it's just unfortunate that we're not going to get any more juice and it, before cam goes i just want to say it, it's cr like Throughout this whole album, it, it, and this is really the first Juice World album in full that I've listened to. Um, it's very apparent, like how troubled he was. Like you could tell he was going through a lot, and he had a lot of demons. Uh, but he he used he used that in his art to tell to make good music. Um, and yeah, like I said, it, it may not be my favorite, but that I can't knock his talent. Like the kid, the kid was talented, so. All right. All you. So, first of all, Ty, nice comment about the team. I wonder where you heard that one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know where. Where did I hear it? Yeah. 
<laughs> Did we not hear me say that a couple days ago? I don't know. You should have seen Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we know where you got that from. So, yeah, big shout-out to Juice's team. This is perfect. Um, I didn't come around to Juice World until Lucid Dreams came out, and even then I didn't really like that song that much, but I liked it, and it put me onto his other stuff, so that's when I jumped on the bandwagon. I think the thing that really hits hard the most about him is he's only a year older than I was. So to be that young and that talented and to go away like that, it just like leaves a pit in your stomach, like especially when you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. um, I can say that this album, when I first listened to it, which I was a few days late because I, I, I knew I had to work myself up to listen to it. But when I listened to this, it had, it, I had tears in my eyes. I was so sad. Cause I, I mean, thug tier. huh? Thug yeah, tier. Yeah. Thug tier. He just, he does a great job of connecting with like, especially young guys. They go through a lot that they don't show. Like a lot of people, it's one thing they don't show a lot. And so they listen to juice world cause they really connect with them, you know? And he, he just does a great job. And this, this for me, still not my favorite album this year, but it definitely is in my top three. I love this album. My favorite songs are probably Blood on My Jeans, um, Screw Juice, and the last one. The last one is what really hit hard is uh, Man of the Year. That one's great. Love that song. Yeah. I Two more that I would add. I liked uh, Titanic was a good one and Righteous. And what's the one with Trippy Red? That one was pretty good, too. Um, Tell Me You Love Me. Yeah, that one was good, too. I like the one with Halsey. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's so many different songs I, that you I mean, can pick as your favorite. Conversations songs. as well. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, there, it's a front and back is a really good album. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Um, um, can I talk about one thing that they said that was said on Twitter about Juice? They said they were going to release more albums by him. Yeah, his girlfriend said that, Allie. Yeah, but I honestly like I. It's could wish be they didn't, because yeah. like I feel like this would be a great album to, you know, stop on. But I'd be down for them releasing singles. But I would like this to be. The if last they're album. put together like this, I'm good with it. If they're not put together like this, I don't know. See, I, I'm I'm under the same impression. Like the more you put out, the more it kind of dilutes the quality a little bit. Um, I mean, maybe he has like hard drives of just hits and that's cool sure but, does. but i think it has to come down to like you have to get in the mind of the artist and try and think like is this the message they want to put out i'm sure they have songs on songs on songs but do they really need to be released to the public is the kind of question you need to ask and, and that it's hard it's hard because i mean i'm sure the family i mean this may sound you know harsh i'm sure the family would like to see some of the money I mean, I and maybe they're not. Maybe they're not thinking about that. I hope they're not thinking about that. But I don't know. I, I I'm under the impression like leave if you go out on a good note, leave it and maybe like maybe for the ten year anniversary or five year anniversary or whatever anniversary you put out something. But I don't know. I think if you keep putting out albums like two a year, it just dilutes the quality. So. Um, but also, Cam, I wanted to touch on, you, you said uh, the, the fact that he was close to you in age. I felt, mm -hmm. that, I felt that same way with Mac Miller. I think he was a year, maybe two, um, 
older than me, but mm-hmm. it, 100% like I, I've said this on the podcast multiple times with Mac Miller that I felt like my musical taste grew with how like how his music grew and I, I felt connected to it. So I, I, I 100% feel you on, on that. So yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's tough, but uh, yeah. Anything else on juice world? Uh, I think they're talking about a deluxe. I don't know when, but I know his, the guy who put it together was looking at a deluxe album for this as well. Nice. Cool. Rest in power juice. Are you guys pop smoke fans? No, but I did listen to his album. I would call Cam a Pop Smoke fan. You would, you would call me a Pop Smoke yeah. fan? I yeah. never listened to him until he passed. To be honest, I couldn't I, I couldn't get through that album. Like I wasn't really feeling it. But I did I, got like Juice. I did like Juice's album, so I did get through it. It was actually because I, I, I knew one song from Pop Smoke and it was Dior or yeah. whatever. It's that Dior song that blew up. And I listened to this and I was so shocked with the way 50 Cent put this one together. He made him sound like a, amazing. He made him sound so good. Just all the different styles that he really had that I had no clue that he had. It was really good. It was really good. All right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, we don't have to really go heavy into this one because it could be a big conversation that we don't want to get into. But uh, Kanye West might be running for president, might be heavy on the he- emphasis on the might. Um he also seems to be spiraling out of control. Um, he kind of went on a Twitter rant last night. If you go back, I'm pretty sure the tweets are deleted now. Um, I just wanted to kind of bring this up to say, like, it's easy It's easy to laugh at him and say, like, the dude's crazy. Uh, but I genuinely, in in my heart of hearts, think that the man needs help. And I, I think it's a product of him. And, and this is easy for me to say on my podcast, but because I don't know the guy and I, he could be doing well for all I know. But from the outside looking in, it seems like this is a product of him being around people who can't say no to him. He's around yes men. They won't tell him to maybe take a step back and think about some things. And he just keeps getting what he wants, keeps getting what he wants, and his power grows a little, his ego grows a little. Um, much like someone who I could bring up, Agent Orange, um, too, but uh, I don't know. It just – it. do you guys know who Agent Orange is? Or? Yes, yeah. Cam yeah. didn't get it. I didn't get it until now. Yeah. I know. Who yeah, that is. but it, I don't know. It just – it feels like he's spiraling out of control, and it's, it's sad and scary, and I hope – like he tweeted earlier today focusing on the music and i i wanted to say like we don't need the music man like focus on you you get right first and then give us the music like i would rather see him be well and be with his family there he also went on this rant saying that kim tried to lock him in a room with a doctor like it just the, the rant was crazy um but he also tweeted a video with Dave Chappelle today. See, everything seemed fine. So it, it, it's just you get like you get like a million different stories and then you can get into the president thing. He uh, went on a rant about Harriet Tubman freeing the slaves. And I don't know. I, we won't get into the political stuff, really, unless we want to. I mean, we can. But um, I don't know. I, I just want to say, like, I hope he gets help. Yeah. Uh- I'll be honest, I would, I've never been more turned off from Kanye than 
I am probably right now. Um, I'm honestly not very excited for I I'll probably end, I don't really want to listen to it. I won't lie to you because I don't I don't want to feed into everything that he's promoting. Right. Um, so and I think to each their own. Um, and I hope if he is in a bad place, I hope he finds help. Um, but it's just not for me right now. And to be honest with you, I don't think we'll get music. So, there, so I think he tweeted that um, new album he, Friday. Yeah. And he deleted he it. Doubled down, yeah. He doubled down. But then he also uh, tweeted a track list, a new one, without a date. So, I, I personally, I don't think we're gonna get music Friday. Um, and I mean, like Ty said, I, I mean, I'm listening to Logic before Kanye. 100% of the time on Friday if it happens, but um, I, I want to just bring this up to say it's easy to laugh at him and call him crazy, but you know, it, it's the bigger thing to do is to just hope and pray that the man gets help because it it, it, it seems like he's spiraling, spiraling out of control. And I've seen things on Twitter like, Kim and Kanye are going to divorce, like it, it's easy to root for the divorce, but I think it's more powerful to root for them to stay together. Like, I, I don't know. That's just me, but what do you, what do you think? I was just disturbing, to be honest. Just disturbing. Do you guys have anything to add? Yeah, when I woke up and read that Twitter rant, I I, I seriously thought about unfollowing because I didn't want to, like, support him, like, being crazy because he needs help. Well, I think he needs help, but I decided against it because I wanted to see if his album came out. But yeah, <laughs> I I think we're getting music Friday. I don't know if it'll be the whole album, but I think he's gonna do something. Yeah. All right. All right. So Kanye West. All right. Um, Cam, you have the floor if you wish to uh, talk about a trap rap update. Sure, I got the trap wrap update. I don't know what you guys. Li I know Cade's listened to a lot of these. Um, it's really old. So wanna? Did anyone listen to wanna? I did. Ty. <laughs> no. I think wanna's gonna go down as like it's a solid album from Gunna, but I think people were expecting more. So I think it's gonna be one of the more underrated albums this year. Um, my favorite song is probably rockstar life bikers and chains it's just two really cool beats that gonna just kind of floats over and that's gonna's kind of thing so he just kind of stays the same over the beat and i think that's cool what'd you think of it uh i liked it i mean i have a problem where i think gonna kind of can sound the same sometimes but i did like it okay and then i got two more that i really want to talk about and one is polo g the goat ty did you listen to this one Oh. oh, this is one you need to check out. This was the most surprising album of the year for me. I had never listened to Polo G except for Pop Out, you know, the Pop Out song that was on TikTok, whatever. This album, it touches on deeper topics, and it sounds just absolutely amazing. This is going to be easily a top five album, if not a top three album for, for me this year. Wow. Easily. Bold easily. Great, my friend. I'm telling you, you need to you need to listen to this. I somebody told me to listen to it, and I was shocked. My jaw was on the floor. Like, I should me old head should you listen. Could, to you, you very well could. He's he's a rapper that you could get into. Okay. Uh, this album this album is great. I'll give um, 
I've heard this album. Okay, so I haven't listened to this album. I've been told by many times from so many different people listen to it. I've even heard it compared to Y&B Corday's album, The Lost Boy. It's amazing. It's a great album. And I've heard some of the songs from you playing them, and they are really good. And I do want to get around to it. I just wanted to have a time where I could sit down and really listen. This to is it. one to check out. Keep an eye on him. He's a, he's a, he's a budding star. And then the you want to say something? No, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. And then the last thing I got is the My Turn Deluxe from Lil Baby. Easy top two album. Probably tied for top, one. Throwing a lot of yeah, the top, top three. Yeah. Top two and it ain't two. Yeah. Eternal it's eight. Uh, my turn. And then right now I have a tie for uh third. It's either it's either the goat or legends never die. I can't pick. I can't pick yeah. at the moment. Those subject to change. Those those four are gonna stay top four. There's no question. You don't know what's dropping this year. I don't care. You guys save some content for the fans. I mean, we're going to have a December podcast where we do all these rankings. There's more music coming out. You can see the rest of my top ten. Um, sure. And then just looking forward a little bit, I I already mentioned the uh, Juice World Legends Never Die Deluxe. One of Deluxe is coming out this Friday. Um, Young Thug announced that on his Instagram. And then one that we don't really know is uh, – or two more – Uzi and Future teased something today. Did he just tweet? Yeah, he, he just tweeted. Uzi just tweeted, I'm tired of this. I'm running for president. Vote for baby Pluto. <laughs> so hopefully Uzi doesn't go down the route that Kanye is going. Um, but Uzi and Future released like some like video. They were like teasing a collab album or maybe. I don't know what they were teasing. They're teasing, teasing something. That'll be on July 31st. And then Savage Mode 2 by 21 Savage. It's been teased for a long time. Any day that could come out. So that's something to look forward to. I don't I'm excited that. for 21 Savage. I mean, he's been gone for a while. Immortal was a really good song. I oh, think, Immortal? I think. I liked it. I liked it because it was on that Mortal Kombat trip. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I liked it. But I, for me, 21 gets a little overhyped for me. I, he, he only goes on one flow and it just gets a little old for me. Like every other trap rapper. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but that that's one that I'd be excited for because Savage Mode was his debut album. But the thing about Savage Mode is it was it, it was all produced by Metro Boomin. So the beats were just crazy on it. And they're doing the same thing with Savage Mode too. So that's why I'm really looking forward to it. Right. Kind of um yeah, no, so uh I don't mind 21 Savage. Uh, I actually saw the last time I went vinyl shopping, I saw his uh, I Am Greater Than I Was. Um, Not so his best album, but a good one. What? It has. His I think I think his best one is still Savage Mode. The first one. A lot is his best song. His best song? I said his best album. Yeah, fair enough. All right. <laughs> um, anything else on Trap Rap? Or should That's we keep all it? I got for you. Okay. Um, and then just briefly, we don't have to actually talk about it. I just want to kind of discuss the songs that could be the music that could be coming. We could be on the verge of a musical comeback in 2020. Uh, we have logic dropping this Friday. JID tweeted, be ready. Why YBN Corday tweeted time to unleash the vault. We know that Drake is dropping, uh, an album this summer we had Joey Badass just drop a three-pack of songs that were amazing. 
Uh, I would assume an album is coming from him. We have the Cole songs coming out. I would have to think that Kendrick has something up his sleeve. Um, I don't know. 2020 is looking trending upward a little bit on the music front, so I'm excited. It's strong. I think it's strong already. Eh. Eh. I've, had, I've seen better years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I just think I, I'm excited to see if these young up-and-coming stars, if anyone's going to show that they can... Well, who? who? I'm talking about... JID, YBN, true. Um, Hello, G. Takes the take the crown. Can they carry the torch? Uh, oh, Joey, I, Joey, badass as well. Um, can be in that conversation. He's a little bit more of, of a veteran uh, in the rap game, if you will. But I'll be excited to see what these young younger artists put out in comparison to Drake and Logic to see if anyone um, is going to be a bona fide. Um, person to take the crown um when when these guys are it's a, it's a good point i like that yeah no i i think jid and, and corday both have what it takes uh, um they'll just I, I don't know they number one lost boy was great album um if he comes back with something of that caliber i think he solidifies himself jid um has put out really good music i think um if he makes I think DiCaprio, too, was like a fun album. If he gets really deep and storytelling with his music, I think he's solidified as one of the greats in rap right now. Um, and Joey Bad is just an OG. He's a stud. The dude's 25 years old. Um, at 22, he came out with All-American Badass, was which resonates 100% to in today's time. It's crazy uh, that he's 25 and making that good music right now. Um, really did a disservice to himself by taking that three-year gap. But I'm really excited for this upcoming album. So um, I hope we get it sooner rather than later. But 2020, on the music front, looking upward. Um, and then we kind of we kind of talked a little bit about Drake in there. DJ Khaled dropped two new songs with Drake, Grease, and Popstar. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of these songs. I know you guys kind of liked them. So let, let's talk about them. What do we think? I think we're all in agreement that Pop Star was better than better than Grease. No, Cam, I think is opposite. Really? I I like Grease better. Ah, Grease. Ugh. I don't know which one I like, honestly. I like them both. I like them both, but I like Pop Star better. Um, yeah, they're both they're both just. I just box. think I just think that, and this is just my old head talking here, but it's the same trap beat, it's the same DJ Khaled beat with a different hook with a different artist like cool both of them are from drake one singing one's rapping in a different accent that drake likes to do nowadays it, it just yeah. no it's very mid for me like i don't foresee myself going back and listening to him so i i'm a uh, hater i know i'm sorry but i am excited for drake's upcoming album and we can talk about dark uh dark lane demo tapes because i don't think we did on the last one i i think we did we you okay we did. If, if if you think we did, we don't have to. But um, thank you, guys. Take on when I uh, I liked it. Oh, uh, are we talking about dark lane demo tapes now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was good, but I mean, I'm just ready for his next album. Honestly. Yeah, that is kind of how <laughs> I felt. <laughs> it didn't really do too much for me. We might have. I don't remember when this came out. But. We did. 
talking about Grease and Popstar. My first listen on Grease, really didn't like it that much. It was mid to me. I agreed with Trey. But second listen, it's grown on me. And I don't know which one I like more now. That's typical Drake songs. They they just grow on you until they're just the song of the freaking summer. Although, what was what was the TikTok song he dropped? Tuesday Slide? Yeah, that one is kind of falling off. I haven't listened to that since it came out, pretty much. The best song on Dark Lane Demo. Chicago Freestyle. High Fire <laughs> is Chicago Freestyle. Actually, the first three songs on that mixtape album, whatever you want to call it, Vintage Drake. It reminds me of if you're reading this, it's too late. And I was so excited. And then the rest of the album is all over the place. And I'm just like, eh. But the first Chicago Freestyle specifically, mm, vintage Drake. I love it. I will say the most underrated song on Dark Lane is War. That song. Really yes. <laughs> oh, Ty. I Wait, love War. And is that the one with Flag Party? No, that's Pain 1993. Uh, I love War. I love that song. Happen? Take up a new accent every album. Why can't I'll he just go back? Oh, yeah. Don't do email. That's a good. One. That is a good. One. <laughs> He's the man on that one. Nothing was the same. Or take care and just talk in his own voice. I mean, it's okay. We like it. Drake <laughs> becoming a Drake. I'm not. I just come on, man. Like you don't have to. You don't have to go with. I don't know. I just. I I'm bi- I'm big on war, Ty. Good call. Oi oi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. This has been kind of a long one. Let's let's get into some sports here. Um. I know I know you guys are very excited about uh, NBA, so we can talk about NBA in the bubble here a little bit. What what do we think here? Well, baby, I'm excited for some NBA. Five sports um, with some uh, NBA and MLB starting back up. Uh, I think the bubble in itself is just kind of an interesting concept um, and all the things that we're seeing come out of it. It's literally just like the NBA 2K park, it feels like. They're building barbershops. You got freaking things like that popping up. Can I say one thing about the bubble? Sure. I think it's funny when I see girls tweet on Twitter. Yeah, I got invited. Got invited to the bubble. I'm like, oh god, this is why we can't have nice things. But um, going back to the actual games themselves, um, I'm excited to see how this is going to shake out. Uh, to see what teams benefited from the time off and what teams uh that are going to be hurt by it. Um, I think some teams are going to benefit that we're able to get healthy. Uh, I think LeBron and the Lakers benefited from having a little bit of time to rest those 17-year legs of LeBron, the MVP, this season, if I may add. Um, And the Western, Western, how that's going to play out is going to be – this will be – this has the potential of being one of the most entertaining playoffs we've seen in a really long time. Uh, I love the bubble. Honestly, I I think they should make a TV show just about things. A that documentary, maybe in the bubble. I love the <laughs> bubble. It's it is the park, and the playoffs are going to be exciting. I want to say the Rockets are going to win, but honestly, I think the Clippers are. <laughs> uh, you done? Slander on LeBron, man. That hey, yeah, LeBron's not my goat. You want to go ahead, Trey? 
I was just going to say that pick that LeBron posted, it looks like he means business. No, I think he's I think he's all in, man. He needs those rings. He is not playing around. As far as what team I think benefited the most, I think it's no question. You're, you're going to say, oh, he's bandwagon, you know, he's biased. The Los Angeles Clippers benefited the most by the hiatus easily. They were the most injured team in the league. Kawhi and PG played 20 games together of like the 50 that were played. And now that that team is fully healthy, there's no more load managing. I think, I think first the Clippers as a whole benefited the most from it, and then next would be the Lakers because LeBron gets to rest. Just wait until LeBron calls the NBA snitch line on Kawhi. He's booted. It's going to be Chris Paul, if anybody. But, yeah, I'm super juiced up for the NBA, and I'd love to see the Clippers go get a ring. I will say, you think it changes anything that JR's on the Lakers? No, JR's not. He's no bum because he can shoot and he can defend a little bit, but he's old, man. Hopefully, he doesn't freaking blow it. He's no Avery Bradley. It's as simple as that. Avery Bradley's a better player than him, and they lost him. So, I think it it will be tough. It will to who we'll see who the Clippers' second round matchup is. If it's the Rockets. I'm telling you, it will be a tough series for him. No, it it, it, it it will. It's a tough matchup. It really is. Harden and Russ for for those Clippers. It's a it's a tough matchup. It's a tough matchup for anyone. So as far as that goes, I mean, you have reigning Finals MVP who has had however many months to rest now, actually guarding James Harden in the playoffs because we know Kawhi is not really guarding anybody unless it's LeBron. He's not really guarding anybody in the regular season like he does in the playoffs. We know that. I'm just saying. Uh, I just don't see that happening. I, I could easily see it going seven games. Easily. If Harden plays in the regular season like he – Yeah. yeah. Like he, if he plays like that in the playoffs – He never has. Not one yeah, time. Yeah, he's not very effective in the playoffs. But if he does, yeah. if he does, it's a tough matchup. But you Harden's a known scared. choker. Harden is a known choker. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for the finish of this NBA season. I'm hyped that they were able to figure something out and get the bubble set up. Uh, hopefully, everyone can stay healthy and COVID-free down in the bubble, um, and we can see how everything shakes out. Uh, I do. I, I'm curious to hear what what Cam has to think. Does anyone in the East have a shot of beating? Uh, whoever comes out of the West. Um, yeah, I think actually a couple of teams do. It, I, I, I can see the Bucks. I think the Bucks got better. Um, I think they're the only ones, though. I see the Bucks, and then I I think it's silly to sleep on the Miami Heat. They have the big, the most competitive person probably in the league, Jimmy Butler. He's up there, and he's one of the best defenders. Like I think the Miami Heat. Are the biggest Tyler hero. Yeah, they're the one of the biggest surprises, and I think it's goofy to sleep on them. And then another team to look for. Were they huh? the the five seed going into the bubble? Miami, they they were top three in the East. Okay. Yeah. It went I, it I, went Milwaukee, Toronto, Miami. Seventy Sixers. No, they were. Uh, they did not have a very good second half. They have not been playing well at all. Interesting. So I think the three teams that you could look for in the East that could have a legitimate shot is 
Milwaukee, Toronto, because Toronto is being severely underestimated. Pascal Siakam is an absolute star. And then Miami. Toronto team can be any anyone that comes out of the West. I think Siakam's good enough to slow down either Kawhi or LeBron. Not stop him, but slow him down. Yeah, which is it, it, that just goes into my argument of Kawhi not not being as valuable as LeBron. But that's a I just said Kawhi and LeBron. Did I not? No. Okay. No, no, no. Next topic. Did I not just say Kawhi and LeBron? My point. My point being. Toronto is still the second best team in the East without Kawhi. That's fine. I mean, that's okay. Kawhi's the one that put them over the top. Because Toronto's been a one seed and they haven't gotten anywhere. Yeah, but they also had um, DeRozan. Yeah, DeRozan. So you're saying Kawhi's better than DeRozan? Yes. Who's, what, a top 15 player in the NBA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's significantly better than him. Can you make the all-star team this year? Not this year. That's what happens when you play in San Antonio. Hey, we can move on from the NBA. I think we're all excited. I don't know about Trey. I'm excited for just sports. I mean, I'll watch it for sure. All right, but, yeah, let's uh, move on to the MLB, which is, uh, I think, next on the sport mm. what's coming up. Uh, Ty put on here, talk about how the 60-game season is going to look and which teams will benefit from it. So what do we think? I just – being a Cubs fan, I know how – and especially how baseball works. It's a season of, you know, you get hot, you get in a little bit of a lull, and usually in a typical season you can get in about three slumps in, in a 162-game season. This year, if you get it, you you can't even get in one slump. And if it is, if you get one slump, it can only be three three game slump. Because uh, literally every, I just think it's it's going to be super interesting, and every game is going to matter, uh, which makes the season as a whole more compelling. Um, the one thing I just is so frustrating about the MLB, and I wish they would get this right but they don't make it read, widely available to viewers at home, which sucks, especially a 60-game season. When we're in the middle of a pandemic, we right. can't go to the games. It's and th- That should be my what's pissing me off, because that is what's pissing Ty's me off. Ty's calling the abolishment. <laughs> that is what's pissing me off. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm so, so – I don't know – it's there. I think the NBA and the MLB are at different points in their season. The NBA is wrapping up their season. MLB's getting there started. I'm. I don't know if I'm equally excited, but I think we're all just pumped for for sports. Yep. For sure. And while 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 I'm on the soapbox here, I watched the Cubs exhibition games, and they have got smacked by the freaking uh, White Sox twice. So I'm hoping White Sox are going to be a great team this year. The White Sox are going to be good. Their offense is solid. Um, but I'm more worried about our pitching, the Cubs. Um, so, and I just think, honestly, if this is super successful and it's a very entertaining season, I could see the MLB looking at going shorter. Going shorter, because I I just think 162 can be a little long. I I don't think they'll go as short as 60. But I think if it's successful, I think they should look at it. Oh, I think they froze. 
I think we're still on. I'm gonna ask you uh, what I get. What? How many? What would you propose as games? I think anywhere from 82 to 100 uh, gives you enough to. So kind of like an NBA season. Yeah, yeah. I just think in a 82 to 100, you can get, you can have a slump, um, but it's still every game counts and i think that gets a loss a little bit in mlb 162 season right um yeah but there's also pros of having 162 game season for the owners you make more money right but yeah one thing i'm excited for with this season is since the pitchers arms aren't conditioned to what they usually are we'll see a lot of new pitchers and i want to see new guys from minor leagues who wouldn't get this shot rise up and you know be become stars i think that'd be really cool because the mlb is allowing a widened roster so they'll be able to carry uh i know the cubs are carrying three catchers to for opening day for whatever reason um but i could definitely see teams carrying a couple extra pitchers um people that wouldn't normally get a shot that would be interesting to see for sure for sure all right do we have anything else on mlb i do yeah i think that a bunch of teams will benefit, like Ty said. Like I think one team to watch out for the benefit it was a very up and down team last year would be the San Diego Padres. Um, they have spotty pitching, but really good position players with Eric Hosmer, Tatis, and Machado. And then the most underrated thing about the baseball right now is the sounds of baseball that you're hearing when you watch those scrimmages. It is the pop of the bat. You know off the bat if it's gone. If it's out of the park, you hear it. And then the pop of the glove, I just love that kind of stuff. And you can hear the players talking. I think that's the most underrated part of everything. Couple, couple. Of, uh, you want to say something? I was just gonna say. I, I thought I heard that. Like, I don't know if it's certain stadiums or if it's everybody, but they're pumping in artificial noise. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, they're doing that. But you still hear. You okay. hear the bat. You, it's much more prominent. A uh, couple other things I wanted to add. Uh, one, I think you're gonna see. A lot more runs being scored this year because pitchers haven't had their normal, um, you know, conditioning to get ready for the season. They've been interrupted, had to start back up, um, and had fewer games to get ready. Um, and in the 60-game season, you know, you see once you get to the 82-game mark, or you get to the All-Star break, and you start seeing pitchers really getting settled in, and they're just locked in and your aces are throwing seven eight innings seven innings um this you're gonna have to in in a 60 game season your pitchers aren't all the way there you're gonna have to rely a lot more on your bullpen and you're gonna see a lot of offense and i'm excited for it and one the other thing i wanted to add the toronto blue jays kind of the things surrounding them that they're not going to be able to play oh, in Toronto. Right. And they were my team to look at at because I, they were up and coming. They're going to be a really talented team. And they, and they have, had Austin Martin. They have heck of an offense. And they got Vlad Jr. He's going to be a superstar. I'm excited to see what – they were, if I had to pick a team that I could see be a sleeper team, they're, they're the Toronto Blue Jays. Um other than that, um, I think your typical team, the, the teams that I think are going to be contenders, you're going to have 
unfortunately, the Yankees and the, the Red Sox, I think, improved. Yeah, um, I, I hope I hope my Cubs have a chance. I'm a, li- I'm a little nervous about them. Uh, and then I could see, honestly, just watching them the past couple of days, the White Sox are going to be good in the American League. They really are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. How, how are your Royals going to be? Hot garbage, man. They have no pitching. Their position players are pretty good. They're up and coming. I think the Royals have one of the most promising players in baseball, Alberto Mondesi. Unfortunately, uh, in in the Cubs division, I think the Brewers are going to be pretty good. They're going to be a tough team to beat. That's who we got opening day, so we'll see we'll see how it shakes out. But yeah, that's all I really have on the MLB. Turn up, and then this is just kind of a fun little thing. What are the Washington R words going to be called? What do what do any any throw it out there? What do we think? Warriors. Yeah, I know Stephen A said something about the Washington Warriors. Um, there was something said about the Washington Red Tails. Yeah, I I don't really have a good name, a creative one. Um, I'm I'm here for whatever they they land on. Um, will it be something that like teases everyone? Will it be something like kind of like the Washington Nationals? Like, will it be something like? I think they want to do something to honor the Native Americans. Native Americans. Um, but Washington natives is that cool? I was gonna say that. Yeah, it's the easiest one. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, whatever, I'll whatever, figure it out. whatever they land on that that appeases everyone, I'm fine with. Right. Right. You have a suggestion, uh, Kane, or did you say Warriors? The Scrubs. No, not really. I mean, I would like them to do something that's respectful to the Native Americans, stay around that area so that they don't just, like, because some, or I've seen a lot of videos about Native Americans saying how they, they don't like the name, but they like that their culture is part of pop pop culture sports right being on yeah all right um do do we want to talk about the last dance i feel like it's a little little bit old now uh just dropped on netflix so that's new news i guess i think we all really enjoyed it yeah we enjoyed it um we're gonna skip debate domination just because it's been a long podcast hopefully we'll do another podcast soon and we'll have some topics to discuss i gotta finally get a title here this is my own game so um we can kind of skip the clone wars rebel segments because we kind of talked about that a little bit too uh new news disney plus announced a new animated bad batch series um which you've said you watched the clone wars right the new episodes okay yeah okay so yeah the bad batch uh series could be really cool i'm excited to see what that's all about um, I know we want to talk about that real quick. The Bad Batch. Yeah. Can sure. I talk about the Bad Batch series? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really excited for it because I I'm pretty sure they said it's after Order sixty six, so yeah. we'll get to see the clones have trouble finding where they fit in, and we'll see the struggles. That's all I have to say. Yeah. No. Right. I, and I think that group of characters they are unique and fun, and I, so it'll be it'll be an interesting series. So I'm here for that. Um. All right. And then now you have the floor for your gaming box score. What what we got? 
what what's the first thing on there? Uh, so first I put on their PS5 update. Um, I put on there that I'm excited for Miles Morales. I was a big yep. fan of the Spider-Man game, so I'm looking forward to the Miles Morales one. But we're getting a lot of PS5 and Xbox news. Um, are you guys all getting the PS5? I'd like to. I don't really want to spend like a thousand dollars, but I'll, I'll like what is it, five hundred and six hundred? Is that what yeah, your plasma? I think it said five hundred. <laughs> Cam's done uh, plasma just to get the PS5. I respect that. Basically, and that no, there's two different PS5s. One has the disc, in, yeah. and one doesn't. So get the digital one. It's the best one. And then I heard this, there's been a leak on Xbox that there's going to be a smaller Xbox version that's going to be way cheaper than anything else. So that, you might want to wait for that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting. Five till I die, homie. Yeah? I'm hoping they'll have like a Black Friday deal or something. That'd be kind of clutch. Um, like yeah. I, remember, I remember Cade got the PS4 and the Spider-Man bundle. <laughs> right. and we had to We had to duke it out to get it. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that was cheap. Are you? Will you be getting the Miles Morales game? If I get a PS Five, I would. I will definitely be getting that game. Yeah, Spider Man was like, I'm not really a huge like storytelling game guy, but that was awesome, and so yeah. it'll be cool to see the continuation of that. You also have on here new Batman game and new Assassin's Creed. So if you want to get into that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the Batman game, it was a leak, and so there's not really much. It was just, it pretty much just said they're working on a Batman game, and the it should drop 2021. Would you guys buy a Batman game? I mean, I don't know if you played any of the Arkham games. Um, I have never really played Arkham, but if, if it's like more of kind of a open world type Spider-Man version of Batman... I would definitely be down for that. Uh, is it a PS, a PlayStation exclusive, or is it probably? It's probably going to be both. Yeah, no, that's that's cool with me. I, I just, yeah, I I like Batman. Uh, if it, if it's a cool storytelling game, I'd be down for for that. Um, so yeah, maybe. What what what's up with the new Assassin's Creed? So the new Assassin's Creed is set in Viking times. And they look like they're going the RPG route rather than their old ways where they would, uh, it was a one-shot kill. Now it's about getting more items and they're trying to keep you, you playing the game for longer and more replayability. That's Are you good. planning on getting it? No. Anybody? Assassin's Creed is, it used to be really cool. Now it's outdated. Their games have just been eh. I'm starting to feel that way too. I wish I'd go back to their roots. Yeah, I don't I don't need that in my life. It's okay. I'll stay on Call of Duty for a while. Anything, Ty? Or if it's Do you plan on getting the PS5? Yeah, I'll probably get the PS5. Hey. If they have a good Black Friday deal, I'll definitely pull the trigger. No, I'm buying it full <laughs> price, baby. I don't care. Selling my body. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got for video games. Okay, uh, do we want to do a quick what's pissing us off segment, or are we sure. ready to bounce? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have something on here. Um, Peacock's overall strategy and HBO Max's DC slash movie strategy. 
So uh, we're in the midst of streaming war. Obviously, Netflix is kind of the pioneer and also the king right now. You have Disney Plus, who is putting a dent right now. Um, I think they're doing it right. They're getting all their content. They also have acquired Fox. They're starting to put the X-Men movies on there. So they're, they seem to be getting more and more content. Um, the one thing that Disney's doing that I think is the right thing to do is they're getting movies and TV shows, and that's where they live. Now, whereas HBO Max, they have all this DC content, movies and TV shows, but for some reason, they are rotating the movies. Um, so right off the yeah, they're fumbling the bag, basically. Yet another one. So uh, off the bat, you had a lot of, not all of the DC movies, but you had like Justice League, Suicide Squad, um, Batman vs. Superman, you know, those type of DC movies. And like Green Lantern, stuff like that. And so this came out late July or late June. By July 1, most of those movies had already disappeared and they're rotating new. So it's like they're they're rotating DC movies. I saw in August The Dark Knight will be coming there. So it's like I just why wouldn't you be like Disney and you get the rights to your movies and that's where they stay? I just from a, a marketing strategy, what is the point of rotating? Like, that's just so stupid to me. So that's my rant on HBO Max. Other than that, I, I like HBO is my favorite thing. So I, I, I love the HBO part of it. I just think it, it gets a little messy when you add DC and all the other types of Warner movies in there. Peacock, which is NBC's streaming platform, just dropped like last week. It's they have three tiers. They have a free version with ads. They have an ad-supported one. I'm assuming less ads. That's $5. And then they have a, a premium plus version, I'm assuming with no ads. Um, but the, the, the stupid thing about the free version is you go to show. So uh, probably the biggest show on there is Parks and Rec. You go on there and, like, I think they have – what eight seasons or something i think one full season you can watch for free and then the rest is like is you have to have the premium so they they try and suck you in with like a couple episodes are free it's just that's so annoying if you're like i haven't watched parks and rec and i want to watch it like i'm i'm not getting the premiums i don't know i get i get that like you need to make money but i if, if you're going to do ads, if, if that's the way you're going to make your money, do ads the whole way through and just make everything free. Don't sucker me in to watch a show and then not have all the episodes. It's so <laughs> annoying. So annoying. There's only one show that I can really see, maybe a couple more, but there's only one show that has like basically all of the episodes, and that's 30 Rock. And I watched the first two or three episodes, and eh, it's okay. But man, so annoying. So there's no way they last in the streaming wars if they continue on that route, in my opinion. But that's my that's my uh, streaming wars rant. Anybody else? Is anything pissing anybody else off? You guys got anything? I got one thing. I, I got some. Something that's pissing me off is uh, 
I didn't talk about this in the video game segment, but Cyberpunk 2077, I know we've talked about this game a lot. I mean, it's probably like the hottest game of 2020. Got delayed. And, Cyberpunk? Yeah, Cyberpunk got delayed. And I was really looking forward to the single-player game, you know, quarantine. But now it's delayed to, like, November, I think. That's another game I'll probably get. You build things about it. You can customize genitals, so that's fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's actually you can. It's weird. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Do you have anything, Cam? Um, yeah. Just just when I recommend somebody a show and they won't watch it because it's an anime. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out Ty for he's gonna give Demon Slayer a try. Please do. It's amazing. Hey, what's change the- your change the way you view anime. I promise. I thought I was supposed to watch Death Note or something. You are. I said shout out Ty for watching. Oh, He's going to try Demon Slayer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, is, that, is that what Here's you got? Wait, where do I watch it again? Hulu or is it HBO? On Hulu, yeah. Okay. Uh, I touched on it a little bit when I was talking about the MLB. But just to express my extreme disappointment, Rob Manfred, if you're looking at me, if you're listening, as the commissioner of the MLB, you have one chance here to reinvigorate the American public to baseball, Americans' pastime. This is your shot. Make it available for anyone to watch on your main platforms, just like every other major freaking sport in the United States. We want to be able to watch our freaking baseball when I'm at home in quarantine. That's a cop right there. Don't blow it. That's my end of the rant. Wow. No last thing. On free ammo. Shit, I don't know why we're still having this conversation in 2020. It's the <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, Cubs will be on ESPN. I have to watch them on uh, freaking NBC, uh, NBC Chicago. Chicago. Like, no, I'm not going to, dr- I can't drive six hours every freaking day to go watch the Cubs. I want to be able to watch them on TV. You live in Iowa, man. You don't live in Chicago. Exactly, but like, like dude. The, I, Des Moines, Iowa is like one of the worst markets because you get blacked out. Uh, Brewers game, Cardinals Twins, game, probably yeah. Minnesota. Do you get blacked out of Kansas City? Probably. I don't. I don't. It's really a shorter know. than Chicago. I don't know. Well, we have the Kansas City thing, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. But I'll I'll, I'll send us off. You know, baby Pluto 2020. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Sad. Sad. What a terrible way to end it. How do I reach these kids? Uh, He's not actually running. He's goofy. We all thought somebody else was a joke, and look what happened. You really think Uzi's going to run? I don't think so. All right. It is uh, Scrubs Podcast. Hopefully uh, it didn't F up the first half, and hopefully we can get this to you guys. I'm Trey Alessio, the Don of Entertainment, alongside Two Fly, Ty Ty, Cave Turtle Killer, and Cam Lovelander, Cam. I almost messed up your name. Scrubs. Scrubs. We'll be back. Scrubs. Scrubs.